Welcome to The Favorites, the podcast presented by Bet365. We are part of the Action Network. Today is our NFL Week 6 Sunday recap episode. I am Chad Millman, and I am joined by my BFF, my companion, my compadre, my co-host, professional better, Simon Hunter. Simon, it's been a crazy day. Uh, as we record this right now, for those watching live uh, on YouTube, um, follow us on YouTube, like and subscribe. We're sweating the end of the Jets-Eagles um, game. Uh, good news for us, because we have the Jets plus six and a half in the contest. It's been a great game. How you doing, buddy? Good, buddy. I'm. I'm I mean, three and two was right there. Four and one was even there. The damn kicker for the Saints could hit an actual kick. But yeah. Yeah, we talk all the time. It just it does. Some days it doesn't bounce your way, and that was insane. It was totally insane. It was totally frustrating. We got a lot to discuss, and I can say we're gonna get into all of it. As a reminder, the favorites podcast is presented by Bet. 365. Bet365 doesn't do ordinary. It believes that every sport should be epic. Every game, every touchdown, every point, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar, see for yourself when you sign up today with code ACTION and you'll get $365 in bonus bets when you bet just $1. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary. At Bet365, must be 21 or over and present in Colorado, Iowa, New Jersey, Ohio, or Virginia. If you are in Kentucky, you must be 18 and over. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER in Colorado, Kentucky, New Jersey, Ohio, and Virginia, or 1-800-BETS-OFF in Iowa. Terms and conditions apply. As a reminder, catch every episode of The Favorites live on YouTube. For those enjoying on YouTube, don't forget to give us a like, subscribe to the Action Network YouTube page. All right. Let me do some uh, quick recaps here. We had Cincinnati minus two and a half. That was a win. We had New Orleans minus one and a half. That was a loss. We had New, New England plus three and a half. That was... Yeah, that so new disgusting. one. So so disgusting. So disgusting. We're going to talk about that one last. We had Tampa Bay plus three and a half. Shame on us. And we had the New York Jets plus six and a half. Uh, as we speak, that game right now, the Jets are up, um, and the the Eagles are trying to mount a furious comeback. It's not going well, but we're going to cover that game. Can't fight because. fate, right, Chad? Can't fight it. Just can't fight it, <laughs> Simon. Uh, all right, let's talk about. First off, let's talk about um, the first game, which was um, Cincinnati minus two and a half. So yeah, this was a weird read for us, right? Because on Sunday night, at this time last week, we were betting the Seahawks plus three. At least I did. Then we looked at the Bengals. You did your film session on the on Joe Burrow this week. And we thought Burrow was back. I bought out of the game. We still loved it at two and a half. Um and look, the Bengals looked great in the first half. Even though it was close, I never felt like we should be anxious about the game, but they never put it away. And then in the final two minutes, almost gave it away. <laughs> I, I would say it was the defense. As much as I want to say, I'd take credit for what I saw in Joe Burrow. It was the defense, right? That's who saved our oh, pass yeah. in that game, Chad. Totally. Uh, they were so much better defensively uh, than, than the Seahawks. 
they made that game when when Geno Smith was down in the red zone towards the end of the game. It was that defensive line that was dominating and putting him on his back and saved the game. I don't know what happened to Burrow in the second half. Like him and Jamar Chase looked great together in the first half, and the Seahawks defense played really well. Um, I think here's my read. The Bengals have a bye next week. They are lucky to be in the position they're in. And I think this division might be up for grabs right now uh, because we don't know what's happening with Deshaun Watson. He didn't play this week, but if the Bengals defense plays as well as it did today and Joe Burrow actually gets another week to be healthy, it's a great opportunity to buy on the Bengals. That's such a huge weighted win though that Browns win today against 49ers because everyone in the division has to play that 49ers team. And like, they're still, I, I, I honestly might move them above the Eagles because the Eagles just lost today, but they've looked much more human, right. Than this 49ers team. So yes. that, that 49ers team, even that loss, I am so impressed with Purdy. I can't get over how good this kid is. Like it, it's mind blown. Like everything's going against you. All your, all your best players are getting hurt on offense and he still put together that drive to go down the field and put his team for that field goal. So uh, those those kind of things I love to see, Chad. Yeah, well, look, let's talk about this for a second. Uh, we're going to go two and three on the day. Um, we're going to win with the Jets and the Bengals. We're going to lose. You know, we got Mac Jones. But uh, a, couple, <laughs> yeah. a, a couple games that that we had thought long and hard. So to give context for people, with the contest that we do, the favorites podcast contest, the lines are dynamic. And what that means is you can lock in at any number you want during the week. But if you decide over the course of the week that you like a game and the way the line is moved in the contest, and the contest doesn't do whole numbers, it only does half points. So you might be seeing a seven somewhere, but it's six and a half in the contest or a three somewhere and it's two and a half in the contest. So Simon and I lock in on Thursday, then Sunday morning we review and we loved the Browns today at plus nine and a half. That was our big balls bet of the week this week. I bet the Browns at five. I bet them at seven. I bet them at 10. Um, they were part of our money line parlay. And so were the Jets, by the way. Um, and we just didn't pull the trigger on getting the Browns in the contest because it was going to screw up some of the other lines that we loved. Ironically, Tampa Bay and New England were two of those lines. And so, um, you know, it's kind of a bummer. Yeah, just, I mean, the Bucks one stinks. Obviously, they laid an egg. But the the, the Patriots one's just so brutal. It's like, I've given up at halftime and they sucker you back in just because the Raiders are so bad themselves. And, as, no, as soon as it was third and 15, he was in that end zone. I was like, he, he's going to he's going to do the only thing he can't do here, which is take a sack. And he's going yep. to take a sack. And, yeah. no, he's... <laughs> you might be the one of the worst quarterbacks. Hold on, hold on. Let's not right get to, let's not get to New England yet because I, I want to save that for the end because we really gotta deconstruct how brutal that game is because it was it was a level of incompetence on every level across both sides. It, Literally, it was so. The, I watched the whole thing too. So it was painful from the first drive. We're gonna get to it. We're gonna relive the painful. pain. And look, I think a lot of people were with us. They were on New England. It was the right side. It was a big play for a lot of people at action. Uh, I'm sure a lot of people listening to the show were on the Patriots at three and a half or three even. So we'll relive it and, and deconstruct it. The other game, look, the Jets beat the beat the um, Eagles. Their defense is so good. Look, Zach, Zach Wilson is playing well enough. 
he's missing throws and getting him into the end zone. And he's taken some bad sacks and he did in this game. I could watch this Jets defense and this Browns defense all freaking day. Like they are just fierce and fearless. They, I don't think they care if Zach Wilson ever gets in the end zone. They're like, fuck it. We're going to win this game anyways. <laughs> uh, yeah. I, I don't know. What's the I, matter? I'm, <laughs> I'm, I'm just bummed out that we didn't have that. We went two and three. I think we're in the same boat. It's just three and two, four and one was just sitting there. Um, like you said, it's hard not to be tied to these lines when we get good value on Thursday, but I'm just kicking myself. I can't believe we didn't have Cleveland in there. Like that was, we literally said it was a scheduled loss. How did we not have that in there? Like I'm killing myself about it. We said it all week. And look, Brock Purdy, I, I took some notes on this game. Brock Purdy was not good in the whole game and he lost Debo Samuel. He didn't have Christian McCaffrey. Greg Kittle was was someone that was just completely absent. And um, Brock Purdy at the end of the game made some ridiculous throws, like just brave, awesome throws that put them in the position to win that game. A little sad for Jake Moody. That was that was too bad for him. <laughs> yeah, but I needed it because that hit my under and it hit hit my Browns bets and that's um, right. That's yeah, right. That 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 was that was a sweat of sweats. That was one of the more fun games this year. Just because you had the under unconvinced me. Even when it was seven nothing, I made a couple live bets on Cleveland where it's just like somehow this team's going to be in this game. I don't know how, but I was like they're going to somehow cover this number. Now, did I really think they were going to win? No, but then when the injury started happening for the 49ers, I was like, okay, we have a chance here. Thanks again, brother. Both uh, of these defenses are so, so good. The Browns. Yes. Defense. Holy. Like those two defenses are so good. The Jets are all of a sudden are such an interesting team. Yeah. What do we do with them? We'll talk about that. <laughs> We're going to talk about that. New Orleans uh, minus one and a half. That was a loss. I predict. This will be a huge luck rankings game with the Saints being unlucky. Let me read you some stats, okay? They had 120 more yards, 18 more plays, five and a half yards per play versus five for the Texans, more time of possession. They also, uh, C.J. Stroud, they forced C.J. Stroud into his first interception of the year. By the and way, he fumbled it. To... And then he fumbled it, Chad. Did you see that? Yeah, yeah. He picked uh, him and fumbled it. Uh, shout out to Jill Gallant, by the way, who in the Action Network Best Bets podcast made CJ Stroud to throw a pick, uh, his one of his best bets of the week. Um, CJ completed less than 50% of his passes through for less than three, through for less than three, through for less than 200 yards. The Saints missed two field goals, including a chip shot. And they still had a chance to tie it in the red zone multiple times <laughs> at the end of the game. And I just kept thinking of Chris Raybon, who just kept saying Derek Carr is the worst red zone quarterback in the history of the NFL. And he's just right. Like the guy gets in the red zone. He just can't get it together. He's great getting down there. But once he gets there, it's just he freaks out and he panics. and He overthrows people. He makes bad reads. He takes dumb sacks. It's it is bizarre where he's been in the league so long and he's still a great quarterback. But when he gets in between the twenties, he's terrible. Like he just looks like a rookie. So I, I, I'm sick on it because we had a good number. We had the one and a half, and I bet a decent amount on the minus one and a half. And it was like, if they have two field goals made, 
They would have been down one. They're in the red zone. Would have been another easy chip shot. We would have covered that number. So, um, yeah, again, just one of those weeks, Chad, where we were on some good numbers. It just didn't didn't go our way. And like, the, I mean, it's not even our contest, but like that Washington game, we talked about that one. It was like yeah. that one just as we predicted. So those are always tougher. It's like you're right on those games, but they don't end up making your your big five bets. And it's like, God, that's that's the sickening part about doing this. Why didn't Washington make it for us? I know we talked about it and like, we just didn't like the two and a half. We thought we could get a three. Like, yeah, I think that was like, we'll, we'll re, we were like, we'll, we'll get it at three and a half when it comes back maybe on Sunday. And then it just went down instead. I think it went to one and a half. So yeah, it just happens. It happens. I'm not, I'm, I'm, my wife was out of town this weekend and (laughs) came back in the afternoon and she was at Michigan visiting friends and with all of her old friends who she went to school with there and came back and like, she wanted to show our younger son pictures of being at the game and how exciting it is. And then she was showing him pictures of her friends and then she was talking and I'm like, and then she was taking a picture of the dog wearing like the Michigan knit hat that she bought and standing in front of me during the game. And I'm like, Stace, I love you you are fucking killing me right now. Like, I can't, I can't do this in the middle of the afternoon. And like, it was just, it made every, it ratcheted up the tension in all those moments of those games. I don't even know why that came up just now. It just flashed in my head. And uh, it, it, it really made the, the, the weekend more challenging today, just today. Yeah, the the craziest part was having the three the three out of the four games. I think that's the first time all year we've had that. We had three games going in the four o'clock slate. Yeah, uh, I don't like it. I I was just thinking the same thing. I do not like it. I'd rather have had the Chargers and wait a day yes. than doing that again. So, um, I, like I have a little notes I keep for our show, and that's one of them. And right underneath that, I put stop betting fucking Mac Jones, which is so damn true. Yeah. Can we get to this game now? Yeah. Uh, well, Tampa Bay <laughs> lost plus three and a half. Uh, yeah. Just Jared Goff is great. I thought the Bucs were playing well and the Lions just, they're too good. Look, Mike Evans, Mike Evans dropped a pass again, really important pass that could have put them in a good position early in the game, had an OPI in the end zone, critical, critical penalty. Um, Baker had a terrible game. Yeah. Like he was missing, he kept missing dudes deep and yes, the read once again, what are the, what are, what's great about the Lions? Is their offense really good, Chad? You would say their offense is really good, right? The Lions, yeah, for the most their part, their defense is so good right now. Right. So it was it was a read of I thought their offense would struggle, and they did. They only scored twenty points, and a couple of them came off really short fields and turnovers. And mm-hmm. offensively, we just didn't get anything out of Baker. So it just sucks. Where Tampa's D did their job, like that's that's a really good offense that's banged up right now, at Detroit. And yeah, like you said, when when they needed. Big third down completions. Golf just keeps doing it. But like, as a better, I know people are gonna get mad about it. I have to keep. I can't help it. I'm. I'm gonna have to keep playing the other side because these numbers are so inflated. Where it's like, I think Evan told us before he came on the other the other day. Maybe it was this morning. It was like he's seventy percent against the spread since twenty two thousand twenty one. Yeah, like that, that, like that just does not happen. So. We can avoid him if you want. Like he can add to the list, and we we just stay away from it because no matter what, there's going to be value in betting against him because the public are going to know these stats, and they're just going to keep riding him. Like this this Lions team, they're a cash cow right now for the general public. They they keep betting them, and they, they keep winning. It's not even close. Like they just 
I mean, they blew them out 20 to six. That's not a close game. Like that, that was definitely the worst read of the day by me picking that Bucks team. Uh, look, Detroit, we're going to talk about it. Detroit on the road next week at Baltimore under a field goal underdog, two and a half point underdogs. I know so, we're supposed to take the Ravens there. That's why I hate this. We have to take the Ravens there. We're going <laughs> to get, I hate it. There's a couple games. It. There's a couple games. Uh, I've I've already made two bets, um, and there's a couple <laughs> games. Uh, God damn, Chad. That we're definitely gonna that we're just gonna firing get away. Well, there were a lot. I'm like, this doesn't make that sense. Cleveland money. You got all that Cleveland money. Yeah, right. I I blew all the Cleveland money on the Tampa Bay money, on the Bears money, <laughs> on the Indy money, which thank God we didn't put in the contest. At least with the yeah. Bears, like I balanced it out. I also had the under. Thank God we avoided the Bears. Good. Because oh they were God. three and a half, and you were like, what do, what do you think? I was just like, let's just stay away, please. Because yeah. we liked it. We liked it a lot. I Look, did. I did. And I'm so glad we stayed away. Just uh, it's ugly. All right. Yeah. New England plus three and a half. This was true incompetence. And I want to I wanna point <laughs> something out, okay? The opening two drives. Uh, the Raiders on the opening drive, holding penalty in the red zone, followed by a third and 11, where the receiver is wide open and has the first down, drops the ball. On the ensuing field goal for the Raiders, the Patriots commit a personal foul that the Raiders make the field goal. They take it off the board. They have a first down. They don't score a touchdown. The offensive, uh, the and so they kick the field goal. The very next drive, the first offensive play after the field goal for New England is a penalty. Okay? In the fourth quarter, uh, Las Vegas was one for six in the red zone. In the fourth quarter, New England is down 19-10. Mac Jones throws a pass. They're fourth and four from the four. They have to score a touchdown or they can kick a field goal. Max Crosby late hit on Mac Jones. New England scores a touchdown on the very next play. New England, pass interference, third and eight to get off the field against Las Vegas, and then Mac Jones makes a throw of his life from the end zone. Devontae Parker drops it. Safety Max Jones two plays later. They lose 21-17. We lose the game. What the actual Mac (laughs) Jones is going on here? He's terrible. Remember when Mac Jones – do you remember when Mac Jones was supposed to be the third overall pick in the draft? The, The Niners are taking Mac Jones. He's amazing. He's the next Tom Brady. (laughs) <laughs> oh man chad it's terrible like there's you, so many things i want to say about this one but it's like you got to be a sicko to do this kind of life like live this life bet these kind of games do this kind of work where all i can do is laugh about it like i i, I want to be sad that i lost a ton of money on the patriots but it's like it's just a waste of energy it truly is and we, we played a number and we played a good spot you can't you can, there's no model that can prepare you for a Mac Jones. Like this guy, what is the opposite of having a horseshoe up your ass? He's got the opposite of it. Like he is the unluckiest dude ever making the dumbest decisions ever. Like, and that, that Patriots team is just not a Belichick team. Like all the pay, all these fouls they have, like all these stupid mental mistakes they make. It's as if he, it, it's like, he's not a real coach. Like he's a rookie coach. It, it's just bizarre how he, it's so bad now. His team is just so badly prepared and like mental mistakes and all the penalties. And like, yeah, like that, the field goal you talked about, it's a perfect antithesis of this team. Like 
who who everyone knows you can't jump over the guy in the middle and they did that so um i hate that i got sucked in i was like all right we'll get this cover like it, it landed on two and then as soon as that ball was punted like you said i just when he was in that end zone i just kept seeing what was going to happen and they missed that deep ball and it was right there like if he would have caught that that would have been a touchdown most likely like that was in stride and he just dro- flat out dropped it i think it was parker so yeah Devontae um, parker Again, go back goes back to Belichick in that front office. It's like, how did they let Hopkins leave that 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 like there? Like they needed a receiver. Hopkins was there. They've just, they've paid for it all season. They just have not had a reliable guy on the outside. So, um, yeah, Chad. Of, of all the losses, I wish I could say that was a really tough one, and I'm like sick to my stomach about it. I'm not. I just laughed because it's just like yeah. what 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 a fucking joke, Mac Jones and that Patriots team. And um, I'll, I'll take solace in just the fact that the Patriots now are like. They feel what it, what they feel like what it's like to be a loser again. Like they they had the greatest twenty year run ever. You guys are fucking losers who are gonna live in the past now. And it's like, welcome to what the rest of us are like. Like Chad here, he's a fucking loser that lives in the past. Me, I'm a fucking loser that lives in the past. Like that's just welcome to the party, guys. Like it's just how it is. So, uh, congrats, Patriots fan. You guys are fucking losers. Watching Mac Jones play. And knowing you've bet on him, it's horrible. Is so excruciating. <laughs> it's um, it's like having your teeth pulled with no Novocaine for three straight hours, <laughs> and doing it when watching the Raiders is even worse. And then doing it watching the Raiders when Jimmy G is out and Brian Hoyer comes on, and the second throw that he makes is a deep bomb down the middle to a guy who is like a third round rookie because a Patriot safety bites on Devontae Adams and doubles him. And the other guy is so freaking fast. No one on the Patriots can keep keep up with the guy. Oh my God. That game was just, (laughs) everything was Horrible. horrible. Josh McDaniels is a horrible coach. Belichick is a horrible talent evaluator. Mac Jones is a horrible quarterback. There's no amount of scheming that can save any of this. The Patriots are eight point underdogs to the Bills next week at home. <laughs> just saying it. I'm just saying. It. I don't want to do any. I don't want to do anything with it, Simon. But you know you're supposed to do with it. But it's... I know we're supposed to do with it. But um, here's uh here here's um some stats that Evan put in. Uh, the Patriots, this is the second time at one and five, the, the second time in the Super Bowl era that New England has started one and five or worse. That was in 1981. The Super Bowl era, by the way, is since 66. Um, only the Giants have scored fewer points than New England this year. The last time New England finished uh, at the bottom of the NFL in scoring was in 1990. Mac Jones uh, 13 straight against the spread losses as an underdog. <laughs> oh my God. And I know some guys who've been betting this the whole way down. Like every week they keep saying the same stupid shit. Well, they're due. It's Belichick as a dog. Like every week they say there's value. And I hate that we've stepped into it a couple of times here. Like, ah, uh, it's, it's punishing. It's punishing truly. Simon, here's a good one. He's three and fourteen against the spread as an underdog. Out of two hundred and seventy-one quarterbacks the past twenty years, 
again, credit Evan Abrams for this. He is 269th. <laughs> we said it last week. We said it last week. He's just a bad quarterback. He is. And we He's not he, just bad. He's like I, I told you, he is he is the unluckiest quarterback ever, but he he's out of the league bad. Like he can't be they can't play him next week, but you know Belichick's gonna fucking do it. But like they the kid is completely gone mentally. Yeah, it's uh I, I, I think I agree with you. It's um it's hard to watch. I at the end of it, I was wondering like what what does Bill O'Brien even say to him on the bench? How does this guy go back into the locker room? How does he go back into the film room? How does he go through a week of practice and think, I'm ready to go? Drugs Ugh. or alcohol. It's got to be drugs or alcohol. Jesus. <laughs> All right. Our other picks. So we had Foxhole, uh, New York Jets plus seven. Good for us. Our big balls was Cleveland plus seven. Good for us. Our exact decision was Tampa Bay plus three. Not, Sorry. Not good for us. Uh, Simon says is the Chargers plus two and a half. I'm still optimistic about that. In the round robin, we had Tampa Bay. Uh, we had Washington. Yay! We had uh, Chicago. No, that can't be right. Um, <laughs> didn't we have Cleveland? Did we have Chicago? No, apparently I talked you out of it. Really? Which I didn't remember. I thought I did. I thought I said Cleveland, but um, a fan. A guy seems like he knows what he's talking about. He seems like a diehard fan. Uh, he said that I, I convinced you to switch out Cleveland, um, which, you know, looking back, I was, I, I'm not going to lie. I was worried about PJ. I said, if, if that was Watson, that was going to be my biggest bet of the year. So that's what sucks where it's like, I should have just played the spot in the number. Like it doesn't matter who the quarterback is, I guess, but at the same time it does like it for me to put more than six figures on a team. I got to at least believe in that quarterback and PJ, Man, did he make some plays in that game, Chad? Like, I, I wish, I wish I had that, uh, you know, insight that he was so comfortable in that offense. But they only brought him in this week, so it's pretty, pretty impressive what that kid did against my number three graded defense in all football. Like that, that's that's really, really impressive to do that at home against that 49ers team. You know whose biggest bet of the year was Cleveland this week? Chad Money Millman. Chad Money <laughs> Millman. The milkman always delivers. <laughs> we didn't even we didn't even practice that. You just said it, and I you teed me up right there. Um, <laughs> uh, we had uh, Tampa Bay, Washington, Chicago, Indy, and the Jets. So son of a uh, bitch. I know. I yeah, know. sorry about that. All I should have should have just stuck with Cleveland, man. I just knew it, knew it. Felt it Sunday night. I was like, that is the stinkiest line ever. The fact they hung a three out there. Um, like this this week coming up, people are going to hate these early Sunday picks, but like these are some of the stinkiest lines I've seen this year. Like these lines stink. So oh, look, people are people hated you. the picks this week. I so many people messaged me, they couldn't even take the Jets. They're like, I can't do it. And I totally got it. I was like, I hate it too. If I would have known their whole cornerbacks were gonna be out, probably wouldn't have bet a ton of money on them, but you know. Got, once again, just play the number, and it's just like the Cleveland spot. You just have to trust the number. Like we did with New England. <laughs> no, Yeah, no regrets, though. Again, it's like – No regrets. I honestly don't have any regrets. Yeah. If, it, honestly, if if the Jets hadn't covered, I would not be able to function right now uh, because I – Why, 1-4 would have got you that bad? It, it, it just – I told you, as long as we don't get 0-5, I'll always be all right. The 0-5, we've avoided it like a – fucking plague for five years now that's i just know i never want to go on five that's my goal for this show 
I just, I hate losing these games for such stupid reasons. You know, <laughs> I can live with the Tampa loss because they just got outplayed. Yeah, they got outplayed. You know, but betting the right side and it not coming out, the right side is the winning side. We know scoochism, but betting the right <laughs> side and it not working out because of Mac Jones, which is why there was an advantage anyways. Ugh, it's all circular logic, whatever. Yeah, uh, yeah. Sunday night football, um, the Bills are massive, massive favorites. Saquon Barkley is playing. This game is kind of a pass for me. Like we had talked about this with the Panthers and the Dolphins. That game... Panthers are up 14 nothing, and then the Dolphins scored 35 straight points. <laughs> and they and got so, a pick six, and they, they still didn't cover. Six, and then scored again. So, like, and and <laughs> they were down, I think, like, at seven minutes left in the second quarter, the Dolphins were already close to tying that game up. So, we liked the Dolphins as huge favorites. I think the Giants are a mess. Um, the Bills, when they cover, when they win, they cover. Uh, for me, it's the Bills or, or nothing. Um, is probably a pass. What about you? Yeah, like I want to be on the Giants, but as we know earlier, uh, we do like a fade Ravel segment, and apparently Darren Ravel is on the Giants, and yeah. he is a hot, steamy 20% ATS this season against the spread. So um, if if you like the Giants, you are backing Darren Ravel's favorite bet this week. So everyone, every, everyone eventually hits one of these, so he could be right, but – um, I'm, I'm going the coward route. I'm just taking the bills first half giants have one touchdown in the first half this season. That was a pick six against Miami. They don't have an offensive touchdown in the first half. So, uh, yeah, give me, give me the bills first half minus whatever it is up. Second, it was minus eight and a half. It might be up to minus nine and a half. Um, for Monday night football, we have liked the chargers plus two and a half a week. We've liked it since last week. Yeah. We probably feel better if we had it in the contest right now, but uh, yeah. you know, there are two and a half. They're coming off the bye. We're really high on this offense. What Kellen Moore is doing with Justin Herbert. We think they can play through the Brandon Staley uh, miscalculations and poor coaching <laughs> and bad decision-making. We don't like the Cowboys play calling. I don't think Mike McCarthy is very good at it. I think he's been overrated and probably shouldn't have gotten the Cowboys job to begin with. Uh, and we don't like their defense, which is now, not just without digs, but Leighton Vanderesh, who's been really effective as a linebacker. So we're on the Chargers. Yeah. And, you know, Jerry Jones, just a bad owner. He became buddy buddy with McCarthy. That's why I hired him. When when the when the news broke out that McCarthy was getting massages while his team was putting together game plans and he wasn't even showing up to meetings in Green Bay, he should never got another head of coaching job in the NFL. So um, yeah, like this week, both head coaches are idiots. Me and Chad make fun of both head coaches all the time, but we were we, we Chargers were at two and a half. Now it's down to one and a half. So let you know the pros they're on that Chargers side. But in this matchup, I talked about it just feels like whoever has the ball last, that's who will win this game. So whoever was gonna be a plus number, that's who I was gonna take. So still still like the Chargers, but obviously you, you missed out on a key number at two and a half. Simon, can you name the fastest growing ticketing app in the United States? Game time. Game time. I love game time for two reasons. One, they sponsor this show. Number two, I actually use game time to buy tickets. They've got amazing last minute deals on all sorts of tickets, including pro and college football games. Speaking of which, I'm opening the game time app right now from my house. You guys watching me on YouTube, you can see it. I'm opening right now. Oh my God. Look, I can get, it's hockey season guys. I can get the New York Rangers. I can get into MSG 
for less than 150 bucks for the Rangers next game. If you haven't been to a Raiders game and you live in the New York area, it's a must go to event. No matter where you live, download the Game Time app, get out, have some fun this week, go sweat your bets live and in person. You can redeem code favorites for $20 off your first purchase. Terms apply. Again, just download the app and enter code favorites for $20 off. Last minute tickets, lowest price, guaranteed. All right. Some early week seven spots. Simon, I've already made two bets. I will tell you what they are as soon as we're done going through these. The buys next week, Carolina, Cincinnati, Dallas, Houston. So we don't have to worry about fading CJ Stroud. The New York Jets, we don't have to worry about sweating the New York Jets. Tennessee Titans, we don't have to worry about Mike Vrabel. Pittsburgh is visiting the Los Angeles Rams. They are three-point underdogs on the road. I can't wait to tell you I bet this one already. Uh, Yeah, Pittsburgh. That's a good number. Is that who you went with, Pittsburgh? Yeah, I'm with Pittsburgh, plus three. It's three and a half now. Are you freaking kidding me? I'm on, I'm on Bet365 right now. Thank you for the sponsorship, Bet365. We love you. Uh, Yeah, Chad, I was going to say that's that's uh what? that's a good bet but it, that that's definitely not one that jumped out to me but i like where your head's at but um the rams we talked about them coming to this season like they're just i, I haven't modeled this obviously but i bet you they're gonna be underrated in the spot like it makes sense that it was three and the pros came in and hit him that's just the cooper cup having him back on that offense just changes everything like it's just Every time on third down today, I, I was never worried about Stafford getting me a first down. He's just such a machine when Cooper Cup's there. So, um, yeah, I love I love this this Rams team so much, Jets. You're, you're asking me to bet against them here. I, I got to run through the model first. But if you like Pittsburgh, you should like them even more now. It's up to three and a half. I feel terrible. All right. Atlanta, <laughs> Atlanta, Tampa Bay, Tampa Bay minus two and a half. These are games, by the way, I just like first instinct. I haven't bet this one. I just picked out games where I'm like, I feel like this is interesting. We might want to talk about it. Uh, Tampa Bay minus two and a half division game at home. I'll probably be on Tampa again. I can't quit them. I'm sorry, Chad. But I know. yeah, luckily, Look, luckily, I don't know. I don't have to make a bet on this yet, but I agree with you. I feel I, like I like Tampa. Dude, in my notes, I didn't even say this uh, during the conversation about Tampa. I feel like we were just so... We were so focused on not getting Cleveland in and talking about New England that we didn't we didn't get to really talk about Tampa as much as we probably should have. But in my notes about Tampa, uh, I wrote, I'm falling in love with this Tampa team because their defense <laughs> was great today, even though they, yeah. they lost. Their defense like kept a minute. We will keep betting this Tampa team even when they break our hearts like the Falcons last year. Yeah, they just they just got that t- that vibe to them where it's like. I love the team that's there and Baker has the moments like today he had the right reads. He just wasn't connecting. So it sucks. Like we, we had a bad Baker day. That's just, that's, that's you live and die. We say it all the time, betting these bad quarterbacks. You just, you catch them on the wrong day. You never have a chance. I don't think there, I think it's different. I don't think we had a bad Baker day because Baker, but bad Baker day to me is Baker making the bad like turnovers. And he hasn't been doing that. Like he gets the ball out so fast. He's going through his progression so quickly He's boom, 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 drop, step, throw. And I was that's exactly what I was watching the whole time. That's all I was watching for was, is he running around trying to like make bigger plays than he should? And he wasn't. He was making the right throws. His receivers didn't help him. 
Like, except for the two long throws where he just overthrew the guys. Guys were turning the wrong direction. They were dropping balls. Like, he was making good plays. All right, you want to get the stinkiest lines of the week, Chad? Hold on. Denver plus two. That line stinks. That's one of them, right? It's down. It's it's down to one and a half. That like that was gonna be auto bet Denver. You got to bet it. I'm so sorry, everyone, but you have to bet Denver. They're a home dog to this this Green Bay team that they they're so. Uh, we already talked. Jordan Love was gonna have growing pains. It's his first year as a starter. They they should continue here. I know Denver is the worst. Um, maybe me and Chad won't have him in our contest because I like this is one of my big things in my notes is like. You will have value on Denver every week. Doesn't mean you should bet them. And it's so true. It's like uh, they are one of those teams where I don't think Sean Payton's trying to tank. But in that Thursday night game, like Russell Wilson was just whatever the play calling was, was just not the good was just not good play calling. No. And Russell Wilson was set up to fail. It felt like in that game. So, um, yeah. So you're, you're, you're right where I'm at with Denver. Like that, it sucks that two and a half is gone. That would have been an amazing bet, but it's, it is down to one and a half. What about a two? I'd still take it. Yeah. You I'm going to take, take them at, regardless, whatever they are as a dog. Like I'll, I'll bet their money line, but again, it's, it's Sunday night. I'm going to be able to get a penny down, but it's still, it's like, I'll just take the value. I, I think this line will flip. And if it gets up to plus three for green Bay, um, I, I would love to get green Bay as a big dog in this spot. All right. Uh, L.A. Chargers plus five and a half at Kansas City. Yeah, we we will keep keep fading this Chiefs team. Something's wrong with that offense. We know what it is. Like the O.C. clearly was a huge deal to them. Their wide receivers just aren't as good. Kelsey's got a bum ankle. Um, it's a big that's way too big of a number. So we'll play it now in case the Chargers blow out the Cowboys and this number could easily yep. be three, three and a half. So yeah, I'm right there with you, Chad. I, I already bet this Chargers got it at six, five and a half now at a lot of books. I, I'd still take that number. Oh my God, I'm so excited. I bet it at six too. The, the Steelers go. and the Chargers were the two bets that I made. I haven't bet Denver yet. I didn't bet Tampa Bay yet. Um but I, I did bet the Chargers and I'm excited that I got it at six. So, but I still, you know, five and a half, go get it. Uh, what am I missing? Can't We can't put in the contest, but Saints right now are minus one at home Thursday night against the Jaguars. The Saints were a dog. So that, here's what, we're not, I don't want to make a big bet on this and we can't put it in the contest. Yeah. The Saints opened at plus one and you and know when it flips. It. Hammered it. So yeah, they're, they're, they're a favorite now. People, people are going to hate me. So thank God we can't put in because they hate how much I love the Saints. But it, it, they have a good defense. They do. I, I can't get over how good this defense is. And if their car, he has so many good weapons around him. It's just if he can get over his red zone woes, like this team's going to be so good. So um, that's that's that was the stinkiest line I saw this week. Like I, as soon as I saw that them as a dog, I was like, oh my god, the public is going to hammer the Jaguars team. So. Um, yeah, that, that line already flipped. Saints are now a favorite. Yeah. Well, look, maybe um, it'll flip back, right? If you didn't get it yet. And the other one you already kind of briefly touched on. So the Ravens against the Lions. The the Lions are plus two and a half. Once again, them outdoors. They're just a different offense compared to when they're indoors. I I, I love this Ravens team, but we know the deal. These teams that come back after playing in London, usually they're a little sluggish, but do the Jaguars look sluggish to you today, Chad? They did not. They Simon. did not. They did not. They did not. So I, I, I'm keeping that in my mind where it's like, 
maybe the maybe having two games there is the difference. I don't know yet. Uh, but yeah, I'm 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 I put a small bet on this one. See what the market does with it. But how do I not take the Ravens catching under under a field goal here against this Lions team? Like this is these are two powerhouses in their own conferences. But we're getting under a field goal. What I think is the better team in the Ravens. So uh, yeah, couldn't couldn't pass on that value, Chad. And you were you were spot on when you mentioned it earlier. Yeah, so uh, the lines that we just talked about, I liked Pittsburgh at plus three. Simon's waiting. Uh, we're we're talking about Tampa Bay minus two and a half. Denver was at plus two. It's now a plus one and a half. Uh, feels like we're still going to bet that. We both like the Chargers at plus six, plus five and a half, uh, and we're both going to take a taste of the Ravens at minus two and a half. As a reminder, the Favorites Podcast is presented by Bet365. Bet365 doesn't do ordinary. That's why you get more boosts with them than with anyone else. Every day, they power up the odds on hundreds of bets to give you a chance to win more. Bet365 boosts specific markets, your winnings, and even parlays. And they don't stop there. Keep an eye out for their biggest and best odds with the incredible Super Boost. Check out the boosts and see why it's never ordinary at Bet365. Must be 21 or older and present in Colorado, Iowa, New Jersey, Ohio, or Virginia, or 18 and older in Kentucky. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER or 1-800-BETS-OFF in Iowa. Terms, conditions, and restrictions apply. Check out our next episode live on Tuesday at 1.45 p.m. Eastern on Action Network's YouTube mm. channel, covering the entire NFL Week 7 board. I am Chad Millman. He's Simon Hunter. Download us on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, wherever you get your podcasts. Rate, review, subscribe, leave us five stars, say whatever you want. Feedback is a gift. Until next time, love you. Action Network reminds you, please gamble responsibly. If you or someone you care about has a gambling problem, help is available 24-7 at 1-800-GAMBLER.